Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me for another week's episode. Um, I wanted to talk today about um, what has just occurred, which is Mother's Day. Sunday, May 12th was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. All the mothers, stepmothers, aunties, grandmas, godmothers, you know, big sisters and and, and all those who are playing a mother role um, to children um, and who take on that role selflessly and do a great job. Um, shout out to all of you. You know, Mother's Day is one of those interesting ho- holidays. <clears throat> Excuse me. It goes along the lines of, 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 of all of the kind of holidays that have taken on this. Uh, what people consider to be this manufactured kind of holiday for which it becomes a lot more about gift giving and acknowledgement and celebration than necessarily what it might have started out as. And so you have Mother's Day, Father's Day, you have um, Valentine's Day, those holidays that really kind of go into that, obviously Christmas. But these holidays, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day are the kind of holidays that really... Um, don't have a root in any type of um, purpose outside of the commercialization of it. Um, yes, a day to honor mothers and a day to honor fathers is a lovely thing, but it really doesn't. I mean, you could honor your parents at any point um, on any day um, on top of the fact for which parents get birthdays just like everyone else. And so you could choose to do that. But we have Mother's Day. And again, a day for which mothers are acknowledged is an amazing thing. I mean, there is no life on earth without mothers. Um, the sacrifice that mothers make physically and emotionally to, to continue life is really, you know, something that should be celebrated and ought to be celebrated kind of ongoing. But you have this holiday and that's great. So we're here, we celebrate this holiday and it comes into how do we talk about that in relationship to money? So Mother's Day comes second Sunday of, of May every year. And um, if you look up the details of it, consumers are on average on Mother's Day will spend about $163 on gifts. And it's that's a lot of money to kind of to kind of come out on on one day, a second Sunday in May, particularly if you haven't planned for it. Right. But you also get into the idea of what this industry and what Mother's Day is, because Mother's Day holiday is it generates about twenty three billion dollars in revenue and it generated about $23 billion in revenue in 2018. So you think about this, right? You have a day on the calendar. Everyone has a mother, right? There isn't a person without an ex- a mother. That's how they got here. Um, their mothers may not be alive. They may not have a good relationship with their mothers, etc. But every person who was born has a mother. So what better way to have a holiday for which you could generate tons of money than to commercialize Mother's Day from this, I mean, from from the top to the bottom, right? There's jewelry and cards and houses that people buy for their mothers on Mother's Day down to like the cards and the balloons and the stuffed animals. I mean, it becomes, on every line, you can find um, a, a place and space where there's money to be spent on Mother's Day. And so, um, you know, I don't debate the merits of Mother's Day. I definitely think that, um, again, it's a great holiday to celebrate people who do an am- amazing and immense service to the world. But I do think that there's something to be said for the financial gain of industries that benefit off of the commercialization of Mother's Day. And trust me, I'm not one of those people who say you shouldn't celebrate a holiday just because it's commercialized. I do not believe that. 
Um, I, you know, I've never really been a big Valentine's Day person. Um, but that's just, it just, this is a holly of those, you know, whether I've been in relationships or not. That one, I think is really just because I'm offended by how expensive things become on Valentine's Day. It's like, why? Um, and I think Mother's Day can do the same thing. You all, you notice that Father's Day is not the same in that way. It's pretty hard to, to commercialize Father's Day the way they do Mother's Day, but I'm sure it is done. Um, so I, I wanted to talk about what do we do with these type of events or that come up and how do we plan for it? You know, my godson, he's 16. He's almost going to be 17 in a few weeks. And, you know, he, he the reason I think so much about Mother's Day, um, I actually don't think about Mother's Day most of the time. I forget that it happens. I'm not a mother and my mother's been dead since I was 19. So I've kind of blocked, I block out Mother's Day. Um, and so I don't think about it until right before it's about to happen. I'm like, oh, oh, wow, it's Mother's Day. And I know a lot of mothers and I have a lot of people in my lives who, who are mothers. So it comes up right around the time of when Mother's Day is occurring. And so he hits me up and he's like, can you take me to the mall to, to buy my mom a gift? And I'm like, oh boy, mainly because, you know, I know the mall is going to be crazy. And of course it was. And it was, I mean, people were buying so much stuff. And I was just like, okay, well, you know, my financial emancipation hat goes on. And I'm like, are we, are we planning for this? Is this part of our budget? Or are we just kind of buying things because we feel like we have to? And would our mothers be okay with it if we couldn't afford to buy? Or would, you know, would a woman be okay with it if our husband couldn't afford to buy a, a, a Mother's Day gift? Um, or, or, or something like that. Or if her kids or her, you know, whatever. So I was curious about that. And um, so we went into the mall and what I could see from that was that, again, every store was kind of catering to this Mother's Day, um, this Mother's Day mission. And it's, it, again, commercialization does that, the pressures of that, you know, who, who wants to be the child who shows up to their mom's house on Mother's Day without a gift? Um, and so, and who wants to be the spouse who shows up without a gift? So it's, it's a lot of pressure. And whether or not you have the money or not, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you feel like you must, you must do it. And there's a lot of things about a holiday that's commercialized that makes it seem as though you have to spend money to acknowledge that. And so I wanted to talk today about all the ways in which you could acknowledge a holiday like Mother's Day, a holiday like Valentine's Day or Father's Day that does not include money, particularly if you haven't budget for, budgeted for it and you don't have it. So, so what are some ways in which you could celebrate your mother without spending money um, or spending a lot of money or going out and buying a gift, right? I have to say, I remember as a kid getting my mother gifts and I know that they were crap. You know, they were just waste. You know, it was just an effort, right? But it wasn't stuff she actually used. And as I got older, I remember her saying to me, you know what I want on Mother's Day? You guys leave me alone. <laughs> Don't ask me for anything. Don't ask me to do anything. That's what I want on Mother's Day. And I started to realize that she was looking for a day where she could get some peace from having children. <laughs> which I always thought was funny that, that, that on Mother's Day she wanted peace and now that I have so many friends who are mothers they all say the same thing I just want a break I just want a day where I don't have to do laundry and I have to do this and I have to do that because for all the changes that are exist in our world and the war, the way in which women's roles have changed mothers are still um kind of responsible for these 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 aspects of household management and child rearing that make it very challenging for them on a regular day so if a day like mother's day comes and they're like i just want you to kind of leave me alone so there's that's the number one um of the things that you can do for a partner or um, a parent um when it comes to mother's day is to take the children <laughs> take the children and go somewhere you know and, and take them out of the house go to visit someone else 
you know, give mom her space and, and place, you know, you can, you can do that. Other things that will be cost effective if you're uh, as a partner in a household with a mother is to do the things that mom usually do, does make the breakfast, do the laundry, um, you know, get the kids ready for the day, do all that stuff for her, um, and, and, and give her a nice card or note that lets her know that you appreciate the efforts that she does. You know, do the things that she probably doesn't want to do or doesn't think about doing. You know, get her car washed and, 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 and or wash her car and do things that she's been asking you to do. Um, and again, if you, these are all things that you can do if you don't have the resources in the moment or you don't want to expend the resources. You can do things that she's been asking you to do. She asked you to hang that picture. She wanted you to, you know, clean out the garage. You can do some of the things that she's been asking for you to do to show how much you appreciate her. You know, words and cards are really big, can be really big things and ways to express how you feel and express your gratitude that are not, that can not cost a lot. And that's a good way to kind of communicate the appreciation that you have. And, you know, being able to do some of those things that may be, that may not cost as much or maybe cost nothing are ways in which you can, you can allow yourself to be part of an experience of a holiday like Mother's Day like Valentine's Day, like Father's Day, these commercialized holidays without breaking the bank because there is no benefit, you know, for mom on Mother's Day for you to spend this money. And, and in mothers, I want you to hear this as well because, you know, maybe you're expecting or you were expecting gifts and you didn't get them or things like that. If it has to do with someone just forgetting or someone just not doing the right thing, go ahead, please, by all means, go off this. But if it really is about someone who's trying to manage their finances, and provide you with something to show that, to show your appreciate to show their appreciation without having to break the bank then honor that financial responsibility that the person is trying to demonstrate and come on you know the difference between the cheap and the financially sound you know you know who that is you know how that works but realistically you know someone who's deciding that they're going to make the financially stable choice over the choice that will feed into an emotional thing is really what we're talking about every week on this podcast is people being able to take emotions out of their finances and really be able to think practically. And if a person is demonstrated to you all year long that they appreciate you or in the, in the, in the realm of Valentine's day, that they love you, um, that then, then this expectation on this one day to spend money that is, I mean, really expensive. Again, on average, people spend $168 on mother's day. That's, you know, that can hit a, a bank, a, a bank account hard and we just have to be mindful of that for those of us who are kind of trying to stay on a fiscally responsible wave now again I always say plan if you plan ahead you can do anything so if you know and again Mother's Day is the second Sunday of, of May every year I had to explain that to my godson who told me that he only heard he's like I only heard about Mother's Day a week and a half ago I said Kyrie you know Mother's Day is the second Sunday of May every single year so he now, he's like, oh, I didn't know that. Now I got it. So now he can plan, you know, accordingly. But it's it's important for us to to want and to encourage financial responsibility, even when it impacts us in a way that maybe we're not used to. So if you want people around you to be financially sound, you can't just ask them to abandon that because it's a holiday that you want to be celebrated or a moment that you want. That includes birthdays. That includes everything, like your wedding. That's what we were just talking about in last week's episode about other people's milestones. Are we expecting people to, to break the bank? Are we expecting people to, to, to make um, sacrifices in their own life and their own financial stability to please our ego, to please our emotions, you know, and that is something that does happen and it's something that's not right. 
if if you're in a relationship with a partner and Valentine's Day comes up and that person doesn't have, which on average is probably close to $300 um, on Valentine's Day to spend, and but they just, they demonstrate to you the spirit of Valentine's Day, which is that they love you, you should not, you know, crucify them for that. And especially if you're looking for a lifetime, a lifelong partner, then financial stability and financial responsibility should should be somewhere on the top of your list because more so than infidelity, finances is what ruins marriages. Most divorces are caused by finances. So, you know, people keep a real tight watch on whether or not their, their partner is cheating on them, but it's like, if you are paying as much attention to their financial stability and responsibility, you will see probably something a little closer to what will save the union rather than whether or not they're sleeping with somebody else. So it, it's, it's, it's very challenging to take emotions out of finances. And I'm always going to talk about that, but we have to take that out because it doesn't serve us. And anything that doesn't serve us, we have to get rid of. It does not serve anyone well to have um, emotions involved with money. And it's because money is black and white and emotions are every shade of gray. And so if you let something that's so in between the lines um, manage something that's very much on the lines, you will find yourself swaying left and right, up and down, and never kind of getting straight, getting things straight. So I just wanted to kind of touch on that with the Mother's Day. It kind of piggybacks off the milestones that we were talking about last week. I got a lot of feedback about the milestones last week. People were kind of a little like, well, you know, as far as particularly about the weddings, people are very sensitive about the wedding thing, the destination weddings, my commentary about the destination weddings. I hold firm on that. And I do not support, um, I really don't support destination weddings as a way in which people who have them actually believe they want people to show up and will take offense to it if they don't. I'm totally cool with people who go on destination weddings with the whole idea that they don't care who comes. That's different. But if you're a person who's going to have a destination wedding and turn around and expect everyone to show up and participate without without you contributing to them coming, I think that that's really just a stretch, a strong, large, long stretch that you can do into taking your feet and your hands into someone else's finances. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I advocate people being very protective over their finances and saying no when it's necessary. And, and that is something that, you know, to me, the destination weddings, the milestone birthdays, the everything, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm leading up to 2020 and in 2020, all of my friends and I will turn 40. And so I asked them last year, I'm like, Hey guys, whatever, what is everybody thinking about for their 40th birthday this year? Because I remember how it was when we turned 30 and when we turned 30 and we all like my birthday's at the end of the year, but all of my friends are like in this one middle part between like June and and maybe September it's like boom 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 and I I said them I'm asking in advance here's my financial emancipation hat on listen what are we doing because if there's an idea that everyone wants to go on a big trip for their 40th birthday which it turns out everyone who I'm thinking of wants to go on a big trip well then we need to be talking about that now because we're talking about in 2020 which is next year and we're talking about for me a good five five girlfriends who are turning 40 and everybody wants to go on a trip Plus, my birthday's at the end of the year, and I want to do what I want to do as well, my birthday being near Christmas and all that. We got to talk about this now. We got to get to planning these things now, because if, if, if you expect people to participate in these milestone events, they need time. You know, they need time ahead. And so... It, 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 you know, it always sounds like I'm just being like really like diligent, but I'm like, no girls, we got to plan this ahead. We have to talk about this now because if we don't, 
who's gonna be what are people gonna do swipe up their credit card and go into debt to celebrate your 40th birthday party that's not cool you know and some people might still do that but I don't want that to be my reality and so I'm asking ahead and I'm hoping to um, encourage folks to plan ahead you know, it, it, it's a very interesting way in which we choose to celebrate each other and the ways in which we use money to do it. And I think that kind of hones in on this Mother's Day, um, this Mother's Day issue. You know, for me, Mother's Day is, is it's bittersweet, not because of the ability to go and buy things. It's more so bittersweet because, it's, you know, I'm missing my own mother. But I think that even in thinking of the ways in which we used to celebrate Mother's Day with her, you know, I think it did, it came to the point as we were getting older and she was becoming more honest, you know, she didn't want all those things that, you know, that that seemed to be what people wanted. She did, she appreciated the acknowledgement, you know, and we would do things that were kind of, because we were like a sappy family, we do cards and things like that. So we would do that kind of stuff. But I think the the what you the perspective you get about a holiday like Mother's Day when you when your mother is not here or um, I've seen people who have lost children or, or people who have strained relationships with their mothers or people who don't who want to be mothers and aren't able to be or haven't yet become, you know, Mother's Day can be a holiday of just of just pouring pouring a lot of emotion and, and putting a lot of things in your face. Um, that may be hard for you to handle and being someone who has lost their mom to me it's like I I would just be looking forward to the ability to appreciate her and for her to be able to hear it um, and so all of the commercialization of it is like well that's all cool and well but it takes away from me for the baseline I think you can see that when you're on the other side of it more clearly like well all that flowers and stuff doesn't matter if your heart and in your heart of hearts you haven't truly communicated to your mother, how you feel about her, and how much you appreciate her on more than just the second Sunday in May. So I think that we know milestones, events, moments, um, they do sometimes include money, but they don't always have to. And sometimes we can kind of seek out the ways in which we can celebrate one another that do not have to be to break our pockets, put us in debt, have us laid on the bills next week, or things like that. So just keep that in mind as we look into, we look forward to, you know, Father's Day is, is in June. We have graduation season. There's a reason and a part now everywhere you look to spend money. And so if you're going to be part of that, plan for it. If you're going to exclude yourself from it, talk to the people around you about it. Be open and honest. We talk about this all the time. Sp speak up you know, speak up, speak up, speak up. So when Father's Day is approaching and if your money's not looking like you can spend it on that, say something, speak up, say something to the dads in your life. Say, listen, I'm not going to be able to do it, but I can do this or I can do that. Try to save for it. If you really want to participate in it, make some sacrifices so that you can. It's the same way I feel about milestones. If I really want to be there, I'll make the sacrifices for myself so that I can be there. I, you know, and I'm, and again, my ability or desire to plan ahead for 2020, knowing that it's going to be a huge year, for my friends and stuff is me having foresight and saying, hey, I want to be able to participate in these things, but I got to make sure my money's right. So that's like my mantra on everything. I want to participate in everything. I just got to make sure my money's right. Because at the end of the day, if my money ain't right, ain't nothing right. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to wrap up on that. I don't know if you guys watch Game of Thrones, but whoa, last night's episode. And then next week will be the final episode. Um, I will be traveling next week. And so um, I'll have to watch it 
where I'm at and that's going to be challenging. So I'm hoping that I can get to that season finale next Sunday um, and be able to be like down with it, like with everyone on Twitter at the same time. So if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, um, at some point, I'm going to have to talk about Game of Thrones extensively. And if you're not, I'm not going to add it into an episode like this, but I'm going to end up talking about Game of Thrones power dynamics and how that relates, how money relates. And there's a really pivotal point in this week's episode where um, it shows you that money can't buy you what you always need. And I think that was something that I picked up on. I said, wow, we got to talk about that. So I'm going to give everybody a chance to watch the show. I don't want to do any spoilers, but I will be mentioning probably in a separate podcast or a separate video about that lesson that was so critically learned in episode five of of season eight of Game of Thrones about money and how it don't buy you what you need always. Um, so thank you so much for listening today. Um, I hope that you'll be back to listen next week as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.